What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Jazz, and you are listening to Jazzy Talks, The Unmasking. And as I told you guys on my last episode, I was bringing back Entrepreneur Talks. And today I have a special guest. Her name is Nadina Granville, and she is the owner and founder of Gaining Visuals, a media marketing company. And I'm going to just let you go ahead and introduce yourself. Media marketing company based in Milwaukee. Um, we basically help startups and small businesses build their brand. So we offer services like photography, videography, social media marketing, and our most popular one is brand strategy to help you basically get prepared um, to create like 30 days of content as well as website building and logo design. So we got everything you need. We basically are a one-stop shop for you trying to expand and build your brand, but you got some uh, some very specialist slash experts I don't ever know which one to say because some people gravitate towards one or the other but we are here to help you answer any questions um, what makes us stand different stand out from other competitors is that you know traditional marketing companies they do everything for you which some people do need but my goal and why I found gaining visuals is to teach entrepreneurs how to run their social media so we are here to make sure that like you know the ins and out and what works and what doesn't how to adjust so that way you don't need us essentially like we are here to help but i want to get you confident and being able to post about your business and be able to do a elevated pitch just like how we just did now okay good i like the fact that you're saying hey i'm not going to just do it for you and then you have to keep coming back and paying for additional services but I'm going to teach you how to do it yeah some people don't like that business model because you know capitalism yeah Um, but a lot of our customers always come back anyway Mm -hmm. just because it is a safe space for any kind of question you have when it comes to business and marketing okay and so what made you choose entrepreneurship oh yeah I was um forced into entrepreneurship I realized during my wonderful quarantine (laughs) that uh as a black woman you know navigating corporate prior to I'm only 23 um so once I graduated college I did end up working for a company and long story short I've always been overworked as a you know black person (laughs) in the corporate I'm just gonna say that blunt um I've always, like, even when I was 16, I was working 40 hours during one weekend at the movie theaters, and then when I graduated college, I was working 90 hours for the company, um, managing two of their bars and four of their social media pages, and so once I realized how much work and effort that I was putting into other companies, I wanted to be in charge of, like, the kinds of people and clients in which I had, as well as my schedule, because work-life balance is very important for me, and so entrepreneurship, um, I already had gaining visuals for because I founded it in 218, but I didn't fully commit until October 219, um, so once I, you know decided that I was gonna leave that company I just died full in and I was like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna do this (laughs) I love it so what do you feel is the benefit of being an entrepreneur definitely setting your own schedule and keeping your own morals I feel like it's so easy I have so many friends who are artists 
specifically because I have a fine art degree who are artists and compromise their integrity for money constantly and so one of the things I try really hard <laughs> to make sure that I don't fall into that pit yeah um, it's really easy as an artist just to do something just because you know you need to pay your bills and while I understand like that it's top priority I'm still conscious very very specific about like the people in which I work with and making sure that you know they're excited about their business I'm not just meeting with anyone who you know wants a quick come up essentially and that's the reason why they started their business I want someone who is passionate and like will sustain their model or whatever they're looking to do and have a mission and a goal and that way I can have my emotional connection with that as well and pour into my clients like I do every single day um, I don't ever want to not like who I'm working with and so that's the cool thing about entrepreneurship is that you can just you can choose like yeah. <laughs> truly yeah <laughs> so would you say that you had any fears ever about like not being able to pay your bills and things like that like when you started to you know work independently yeah so like I know so I had the the grace of um quitting my job in October 2019 okay and so I had about a good six months before COVID pandemic whatever panoramic call it <laughs> the co-vacation and like so I was really adjusted to working from home already I had like I I say like I had a, a leg up in the field because truly since October to March I was on my laptop I was doing zoom calls yeah. I was networking trying to build connections sending out emails more so than meeting in person so when COVID hit um, I was still kind of in the, the hustling mindset so I did do DoorDash for a little bit where you know I was chasing the bag because I still have bills to pay yeah um but I realized that I was putting about eight hours into making a hundred dollars versus if I spent two hours you know chasing a lead that could easily be 500 or even more and so for me that took away a lot of my fears when it came to paying my bills but then also knowing my numbers as far as you know how many of whatever service I provide do I need to reach out and connect with people um, I think once you know your numbers and once you know clearly like what your profit is what your turn return is gonna be and like how you can reinvest in yourself um, it takes away a lot of the stress but also time management yeah uh, is a, a big one as far as like fears go because I know I struggle with this a lot because I can overwork myself even as an entrepreneur because they say like you know you work for someone yep. 40 hours you work for yourself and it's like 70 or 90 mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so I have to stop myself for sure from like overworking and I feel like one of the fears as an entrepreneur is that you're not doing enough and you know I have the luckily I have the encouragement of my clients and my team now uh, and my peers where it's like they're constantly giving me praise and even before that I know how much like I would write a gratitude list during oh, okay. a day to be like I sent out 10 emails like nice. wow like that's a lot and sometimes in my head I would have imposter syndrome because you know like, entrepreneurship people don't talk highly of it yeah <laughs> they they scare you because it is a risky game but it's even more risk to compromise your integrity and you know your time for someone else if you're building someone else's brand you know like you're giving your life to mm -hmm. that company for so long when are you gonna investing yourself.
So another thing that I noticed, because speaking of what you just said, um, it made me think about like how much um, feedback I would get from entrepreneurs when I would meet with them and they'll talk about college not being worth it and Mm -hmm. um, people don't have to go to college and so on and so forth. So with you going about college first and then getting out of college and just starting a business, do you feel that it was worth it to have gone to college? Yeah, if you asked me last year, I would have said, hell no. <laughs> keep your pennies, keep your coins, okay? But nah, this year, I definitely, I'm two years out of college, and I realized at least going to a private art school that being able to sell myself is one of the things that I feel like my college definitely taught me, but then how to network, you know, how to connect with people and majority of my like my business sustains itself mostly off of it's about I think it's 83% right now of word of mouth okay and then I will make a post and then that would be maybe five clients but like majority of it is recommendations or referrals and so because of that like I know that I value my network way more than I used to prior to going to college because you are your network like you are your net worth is your network (laughs) okay so I definitely agree with the networking in college like if you are going to college make sure make sure to make those connections because that's going to be more beneficial than anything when you leave college definitely Um, you need to find a people (laughs) who have a, a stronger work ethic than you yeah because that was one of the things I feel like pushed me and encourages me through my entrepreneurship like is that I have people who hustle and like get stuff done faster than me and better than me and like I'm just competitive by nature but it's so encouraging like it's so inspiring to see people like I know for me like I have like maybe like a week turnaround maybe three days I'll give myself three days for video editing but I have a friend who pushes out like videos by the end of the day and I'm just like oh man like (laughs) yeah what is your workflow what is going on yeah they say that you don't want to be like the smartest person in the room um the most successful person in the room so I definitely understand that Mm -hmm. so do you know what shark tank is I live by shark Tank. okay I tell everyone who (laughs) ever thinks about starting a business or who don't know their numbers yeah to watch shark tank okay so if you were on Shark Tank right now to get an investment in no, your business. I don't want it. <laughs> I don't. The minute you invest, like, you have to constantly scale, 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 scale into, like, you know, and, like, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of investors on Shark Tank that do, like, yeah. a slow pace, but I really enjoy, at least right now, I really enjoy, you know, because they say, what's the phrase? They say, your business is going to be sustainable if it makes you past the third year. Okay. So I'm still in second year. So I still want to enjoy this th- this third year where I can learn and readapt and figure it out. And then once I have a sustainable model, because right now, like, I'm still figuring some things out. I'm still tweaking some things and building my team. And so once once we get to a place where, you know, I can pass this off to someone yeah. else, then... I would want to invest, but I would, I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> I truly don't because I, 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 it's my baby right now. Um, I'm holding on to it pretty tight, nice. but I know in the future that it will be a conversation that I'll be able to have. Okay. And so if you were to go to a high school today, 
being that you've gone to college and you have your own business, yep. what would you tell the kids? Because most kids in high school are taught to go to college, mm-hmm. get out, work a job, retire. So what speech would you give? Fail as much as possible. Like, the reason why, so I, I had a music background. So I played piano, bass, and guitar since I was six. And I went to all art schools and I like my degree or high school degree is focused in orchestra and jazz. Okay. And so me choosing to go to art school was not my first choice <laughs> in the sense of everyone thought I was going to pursue music. Like I am a, a very professional technical artist, music artist, but like I didn't want to do that anymore. And so I listened to my gut and I was like, I don't know what I want to do. So I'm going to try, you know, a few different things. So I went to buy initially to pursue architecture that didn't work out okay so then i tried photography that didn't work out and then someone was like you should do filmmaking and that's been my like mode of transportation as far as like my art medium of choice but storytelling is really what it comes down to for me and that could be any kind of medium and so for a high school student you know you feel like and i've i've worked with a lot of high school students they i mean you was like, it you're not out that long from high school no, <laughs> no. i was a missions counselor uh, i mean a region, regional recruiter for my school so okay. i was definitely connecting with a lot of them um but one of their biggest things is that you know especially parents they put on all this pressure mm-hmm. that like you have to figure it out when you're 18 and that's so not true because i know people who are 40 yep. and 50 still trying to readjust still trying to like figure stuff out and it's like the sooner you can try things and find out that that is not what you want to do anymore yeah the better yeah and that's really what college is and like if you think of college that way then it's worth the investment it's worth the return because you tried all these things and you're like i hate this but i'll take this part from that yeah and apply it in this next area so i definitely agree with that i had um a family member tell me because I tried so many things from the time I got out of school mm-hmm. until currently and she's like oh you're like you you you're, you do everything like mm-hmm. you're like a Jane of all trades and I'm like I'm not a Jane of mm-hmm. all trades because what I was doing was figuring out things in my 20s to let me know yeah. where I wanted to go and I don't feel anything is wrong with that even when I um my first year in college I went to be a teacher okay but before I invested my whole you know, years in college on that, I volunteered at a school. Yep. So I would go to school and I would get out and twice a week I would volunteer at the school. Yeah. And that let me know that I did not. Which is smart because I feel like if anything, don't go to college. Mm-hmm. Talk to the people in the field in yeah. which you want to be in. Because I learned, like, I'm, I actively wanted to be a librarian. And so I was volunteering also at the library. And I realized that I don't want to be a library mm-hmm. in the sense of, like, the traditional one. I want it to be a specialized one that's either, like, archiving films and whatnot. Or, yeah. like, a music specifically. And so if I didn't see what their work day was, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is, like, literally, they would constantly be like, I'm so bored. <laughs> and, like, I didn't want that for myself. Yeah. I wanted something different. I wanted something new. I wanted to meet new people have different kinds of conversations and like you kind of have to think about like your ideal life and what that looks like are you traveling are you just at home do you like do you prioritize family like all those different things are gonna Mm -hmm. all those different things are gonna 
apply. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, so I, I definitely agree with that because even when I switched from that degree, um, I completed the, a business degree and then I went into human services because I said I wanted to open a teen group home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was working with this older lady and she told me, she said, you know what, I have a friend, she owns one, I think you should give it a try first before you, you know, just say you want to open one. Yeah. Um, so I did work at a teen group home for about three years and I love the girls but I understood that that wasn't my lane either so I definitely would suggest you know any high schoolers to make sure that like you said to um interview and shadow and you know people that's in the field because we don't you know in high school you're just assuming that that's something that you're going to enjoy yeah um so I definitely get that all right so my last question is what is the biggest challenge of being an entrepreneur people being like <laughs> people are shocked mm-hmm. that my business pays my bills like people are shocked that I'm growing and expanding like they just expect me to fail and that's so strange to me like and now that like you know I'm growing and like people can see the work and the, the kinds of clients I'm getting now they're like understanding like oh like I can't tell you how many people are like so this is like your business business mm-hmm. and I'm like what do you think I'm doing over here <laughs> like <laughs> and so like that's been the hardest um is that like I work from home and it's different because like now with COVID but like prior to they're like so you just you're just on a computer all the time like what are you what are you what are you, what are you doing I'm yeah like, Yeah, so like now I've been doing a lot more marketing as far as like showing my like day to day um, as an entrepreneur to like let people know what that looks like because I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs also don't share that like share the hard day, share the easy day, share what their workflow is, all of that. Um, So that's been the hardest because like for me, I just want to go. I just want to like work and just get stuff done. But like people buy into you. And like you are the business and so also marketing myself has been the the most challenging because like I can market my business easily mm-hmm. but like people are also interested in my story and what I do and so I've been trying to make sure that like I'm sharing what that looks like and how I'm growing and how you know simple things that help me out so thank you everyone for listening in to another episode of entrepreneur talks It is the Milwaukee edition. I do reside in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and I wanted to start with my own city as far as sharing about entrepreneurs that reside here. Um, So that was Nadina, definitely a very bright young lady. Love, love, love um, DJing with her, love hearing about her business. She's so focused and determined. I mean, definitely more than I was at 23. And I've always thought that I had things figured out, but she's definitely very determined. Um, I know good things are ahead for her. So stay tuned for upcoming Entrepreneur Talks interviews. I will be having some more coming up and I'm super excited. So please like and share. It costs absolutely zero dollars to share a post and you never know who may need to listen to that it may be someone on your um news feed 
So maybe it's not something that you're interested in, but it may be something that others on your friends list may be interested in. But until next time, stay blessed. Peace.